red pill, get killed. The ignorant living in me that still. Don't stand up for something, you falling for nothing. No way to the world that we know fall ill. This is the revelation of our generation, losing civilization. I'm determinated, just to liberate us with our dedication. Fuck the terminator, fuck your medication. The administration can alienate us or exterminate us. I just keep on praying for your salvation. You are outdated. Society becoming outrageous. Keep your house painted for the firstborn. But anyway, sorry for ranting on and on about the global enslavement of man, but I, you know what? No, no, I'm not fucking sorry for anything. Yeah. I, if you're a man with any level of testosterone level, and you've been witnessing what's been happening in the world in the last two years, I struggle to sleep at night. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. This is the Sovereign Mind, Body, Soul podcast with me, Coach Jerry. I am your host, Coach Jerry, Jerry Kuykendall. And for those of you that don't know, I've made a life pivot and a career change to provide guidance and support to people who are looking to feel better, move better, sleep better, have more energy so they can accomplish their biggest purpose in life. And the reason why I started this podcast is because I've seen a pattern in people where they fail to see or they've been programmed not to see the lies within them. And this is resulting in a population that is obese, depressed, tired, and consuming more prescription drugs than ever. And what do I mean by the lies within them? Right? I don't believe that people are stupid. I don't believe that people are truly ignorant. I believe that they've been trusting. I believe that they've been programmed by certain uh, organizations, certain, certain entities and individuals. And because we are so busy, because we're trying to make a living, put food on the table and provide for our families, that we've gotten into a state where our trust has been taken advantage of. So that's what I mean by that. So in short, we're lacking sovereignty. And I'm here to help you find it through integration in mind, body, and soul. So in today's show, we're gonna touch up on a lot of the, those types of issues. Um, you know, and we're going to tie this in to, to your overall health and well-being. Uh, and I apologize, you might hear my dog sniffing in the background. I am recording from home today. Um, but really, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, the, the media manipulation and censorship. We're going to talk about Kanye West. We're going we're to discuss a clip that he had, um, or a clip from an interview that he had with Piers Morgan. Um, we're going to talk about uh, some of the myths in the medical industry. We're going to have a doctor sharing his sharing his take in a quick reel, quick clip. So basically what I do is I spend the week, uh, you know, as I, am, as I am preparing my own content and as I'm being inspired by the content from other people. And when I come across something that I think would be worth sharing or, or maybe it's something that's viral that you may or may not have seen, I'll just save that thing and I'm going to share it with you guys, okay? Um, so yeah, we're, we're just going to talk about the globalist agenda. We're going to talk a little bit about the media manipulation. We're going to talk about uh, the scams in the, in the medical and pharmaceutical industry and how this is affecting us as a collective. And it's affecting you and me as individuals. And then we're going to talk about what we can do about that. Like, it's one thing to sit here and complain about it, but what can we actually do? What are some actionable steps we can take to get ourselves in a highly integrated state so that we are a resource for those around us? Because so I think right now we've got so many who are lost, so many who are scared, so many who are confused, and that creates a dependency state. That creates someone who is living in what we call the child archetype. The child is someone who needs somebody to take care of them. And the ironic thing is if you look at the landscape, politically, socially, in our media, and uh, with our politicians, as we've forgotten this very important dynamic, which is the politicians work for us. 
Now, if you create a state within the population where they become dependent, where they're living in this child archetype, so to speak, and you've created that within them, then it's really impossible for us to exercise the dynamic of, of our relationship with our politicians. And that is they work for us. We've adopted this strategy of looking to them like they're the saviors, <clears throat> like they're daddy, if we're talking in archetype speak, right? Like they are the father archetype. They are the patriarch archetype for us. But it's the other way around. We're daddy. We're the patriarch. And the reason why I believe that we have not fully embraced that and we haven't utilized our republic to its full potential is because we're sick, we're tired, we're exhausted, we're overwhelmed, we're confused. And if you look at all of the evidence, what's really going on, the actual truth of the matter, it's hard not to argue or at least debate the stance or the perspective that this is done intentionally. It's either that or these politicians and media entities are so stupid and their memories are so short that they don't really know what they're saying from minute to minute. And that is a sign of a highly disintegrated person. So either one of those, neither one of those is acceptable. Either they're doing it on purpose or they're highly disintegrated. They don't know their head from their tail. They don't know what's up or what's down. And they're just reacting and trying to tell us what to do. So we're going to flip that script come hell or high water. All right, so I'm going to start off today with, uh, with, a, with a post from Carnivore Aurelius on Instagram. And Carnivore Aurelius, I am a big fan, very philosophical, very, very bold, straight to the point, doesn't pull any punches. Carnivore Aurelius posted this on Instagram. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a meme, I guess. Uh, it says, sunscreen is a scam, birth control is a scam, tap water is a scam, fake meat is a scam, porn is a scam, casual sex is a scam, green juices are scams, kale is a scam, nine to five job is a scam, college is a scam, feminism is a scam, veganism is a scam, and news is a scam. The modern world is one massive scam. And then the uh, caption that he wrote. Pay $4,000 to live in a closet while drowning in student debt in a city infested with rodents where homeless people poop outside. Go to work for a boss you hate doing meaningless shit under fake lighting, never see the sun, eat fake food and toxic water. Swipe for casual hookups until your thumb bleeds. And if you're sad from this, you have a mental disorder and are prescribed antidepressants. Boom. This is a major theme of what we're going to talk about today. What he's describing here is someone who might be very well mentally, might be in very very squared away, very integrated, and then they enter the college indoctrination system. And everything he talks about here is going to increase uh, allostatic or physiological load. It's going to decrease motivation. It's going to decrease energy. It's going to decrease faith in the whole process. It's going to create nihilism, right? This person is just, I mean, it starts when we're a kid. Like, we got, we got little kids getting up at 6.37 in the morning to go be brainwashed all day long. So it sets the tone early in life, sets the habit of going to do something that you're obligated to do for way too many hours in a day, uh, leaving you not enough time to do what you need to do. So this creates a high state of integration, right? So he goes on. Modernity. On the bright side, everyone is waking up, yes they are, to just how much we're being scammed. Am I the only one that's sick and tired of all the lies and deceit? 
of everything normal that we were told were okay, from the tap water to birth control, turning out to be poisonous crap. And I'll tag on to that, like prescription drugs, one of the most popular prescription drugs are anti-inflammatories, NSAIDs, right? Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Over-the-counter, most of them, you're talking about your Aleve, your naproxen sodium, you're talking about um, ibuprofen, uh, or which is commonly known as um, Motrin, I believe. Uh, you've got Tylenol, which is acetaminophen. These are all toxic to your organs. Uh, and the ironic part is that they are anti-inflammatories, which is supposed to decrease inflammation and pain in the body. But what they actually do is they add inflammation to your body. If you take a look on the back of those labels, they're going to tell you not to use them for more than an extended period of time. I believe it's like six weeks or something like that. It's because the stuff actually breaks down your gut lining. It actually creates permeability in your intestinal wall, which creates inflammation, autoimmune conditions. Now, how many people do we know that have autoimmunity, and how many people do we know that take those NSAIDs every single day? Um, uh, acetaminophen, Tylenol, that is liver toxic, right? That stuff is just bad. You've got your organs being toxified with just prescription drugs, and you're not talking about everything else, the makeup, the sunscreens, uh, the skincare products, the glyphosate and other crap in our food, the, the fluoride and other junk in our tap water, all of this stuff is just creates this massive physiological load and, and, and adds to what we call central sensitization. And um, central sensitization is uh, something that was referenced in one of my previous podcasts, but uh, I believe it was podcast number three, and there's a link in there. But I talk at length about central sensitization, and this is what I'm talking about right here, your physiological load. Again, it's like drops in a bucket, right? As long as we're emptying the bucket, we're fine. But when that bucket fills up, we have no way to empty the bucket. Or when, that, when, the, when the flow on the drip, the drip turns into a pour, then we run into real problems. So he goes on, and, and, and I agree with him. Everybody is starting to wake up. When I first started getting into a holistic, integrated approach to managing myself and eventually other people, um, when I first started, the message was, was not received well. Like people were questioning everything. Now they're at the point where I believe they're following their soul, they're following their intuition. And um, you know, at this point, if you're, <laughs> I don't care if you're like a garbage man, if you've got something that makes sense to somebody, they're willing to listen, it seems. So he goes on, we need to go backwards to move forward. We break out of the matrix, embrace tradition, and reject modernity. Who's with me? Well, Mr. Carnivore Aurelius, I am with you, sir. So this, it's really good to see people really pounding the drum on this message, and I've said it before, although the last few years with COVID and the impending lockdowns and, and mandates were horrific and really uh, exposed the, the level of evil and corruption that we are capable of as humans, it also showed the other side. So the, for all, everything that's dark, there is a light. For everything that we illuminate, we create a shadow, right? And we were able to illuminate what was something that had been true forever, which is, which is the manipulation of the population to keep the people in power in power, the elites in power. And uh, we were able to illuminate that shadow. Now we're at the point of what are we going to do about it? So this is all a natural flow, a natural progression. We want things to happen way too fast, in my opinion. And uh, some things just can't happen that fast, right? We've been, I mean, they started this crap in, in you know, probably the 30s. Eisenhower warned us about the military-industrial complex. Project Mockingbird, I believe, started in the 50s. Uh, the CIA hijacked the media outlets. 
And since then, we've been under this, this slow, slow um, increase in water temperature, if we were to use the toad in the water analogy. And now we're, we're getting close to a rolling boil. And uh, I think they underestimated us as people, as humans, as sovereign beings, <clears throat> and just thought we would never notice and the water would just get to a raging boil. But we're following our soul, and we're sensing the temperature in that water going up. Okay. So another clip I want to play for you, kind of along those lines here, is this is a doctor um, that I actually came across on TikTok. And uh, this doctor is talking about basically some medical myths, and in particular around cholesterol and fat consumption and the like. Um, and all of this is, is going somewhere, guys. So this is all tying in. Five things that I would never do as a cardiologist. Number one, tell people to avoid eggs. Big, big, big mistake. Eggs are a cocoon for a baby chicken. It's like a multivitamin. Eggs are phenomenally healthy. Don't worry about the cholesterol in eggs or any other food. Cholesterol is healthy. And for those of you watching on Rumble and YouTube, you're going to see um, you're going to see some captions pop up. What this is is this is a reaction video. So you got this holistic cardiologist. Um, who is who you hear talking uh, and I wish I had his name I will find his name and I'll put it in the show notes but um so you've got this holistic cardiologist and uh and then you've got this other traditional doctor and he's in his scrubs it's very important you know that he shows his authority online but throughout the course of this video you know he's nodding and giving thumbs up but there's also like captions popping up when this doctor says something he doesn't agree with and this is like almost the most important part of the video in my opinion because there are a few things that he disagrees with but the thing is, is he's operating under popular dogma. Like, he hasn't done his research at all. Um, and he says something at the end that's completely, um, well, it's a bold-faced lie, really. Uh, so, yeah. Don't believe the propaganda. Number two. So right there, a caption popped up. says, one to two eggs is generally considered safe for most people. Considered safe by who? What kind of eggs are you eating? Are you eating these factory-farmed chickens that have no room to move, no room to breathe? Uh, they're in a disease state. You're feeding them uh, glyphosate-loaded grain pellets that is creating a high level of omega-6 and 9 fatty acids, which is going to inflame the chicken, and it's going to inflame you. Or you're eating chickens that are roaming around on a pasture that are eating bugs that are, um, that are eating um, uh, raw, vegetation, raw vegetation and creating uh, an egg yolk that is, that is really balanced in its amino acid profile and its, and the, and its profile of total nutrients. Two. I would never tell people to stop drinking coffee. Coffee is fantastic for cardiovascular health. Less AFib, less heart attacks, less strokes, people live longer. If you don't do well with coffee and caffeine, don't drink it. For everybody else, feel free to go ahead. Number three, I would never tell people to eat oatmeal. Oatmeal is just, again, pure propaganda, the Quaker Oats Corporation. So the doctor, <clears throat> when he said that, put a oh my God emoji up and it said, steel cut oats are awesome and has proven health benefits. So, uh, again, he's using, I don't know what he's using, dogma, but this is something that triggered his ego. As you can tell, you can tell by the reaction on his face. But right here, he uses words, are awesome. Steel cuts are, uh, oats are awesome. That's a subjective analysis. With proven, that has proven health benefits. What are the proven health benefits? What studies are you referencing? Um, what is the total body of work within this study? We're all cause, we're all lifestyle factors included in this study but at the end of the day steel cut oats are basically just a really abrasive grain uh, that probably do less harm than a pop tart 
or a breakfast pizza, but to say they are awesome and have proven health benefits, I would like to know where he's coming from. So there's one thing to have a study where you put people on a diet of oats for breakfast and you see improvements in their cardiovascular markers and, and um, maybe in their um, insulin resistance or their, um, their glucose regulation, which that's another topic on its own. We measure blood sugar levels. We don't measure insulin, which doesn't show if somebody is uh, dumping too much insulin in their body, but that's another show. Um, but they also, when they get into your guts, like any grain, they're going to create abrasion and inflammation and particularly things like steel cut oats where they're, where they're, they're very hard, right? It's a very hard, um, uh, material grain that, that can really nick up the inside of your, the inside of your gut wall. So there's nothing in grains we need at all. So this doctor's ego has been triggered. Kellogg's, Nabisco and others. Oatmeal is for, for horses, maybe, probably not even for horses. It's not really for human consumption. We do not eat, need it. It's not part of our Triggered. ancestral diet, hunter-gatherer diet, all propaganda. Don't believe it. Number four, I would never tell people to go low-fat. Fat is super healthy. Polyunsaturated fats, seafood, animal products, eggs, even raw dairy is a fantastic source of fat. Nuts and seeds are fat. I'll so then he puts up a caption, uh, be careful with raw dairy due to contamination uh, concerns, which <clears throat> is an antiquated idea. Um, you know, raw dairy, raw dairy uh, and its dangers have been um, never really proven. And uh, Louis Pasteur and his concepts are operating under germ theory, uh, whereas terrain theory says it's the terrain. Uh, and if you take a look at what is in raw dairy, compared to what is in pasteurized dairy. The only thing that's good for you in raw dairy, or the only thing that's good for you in dairy, really, uh, besides, you know, the healthy cholesterol, it has been taken away through the pasteurization process. So all those, those good gut bacteria that are present in raw dairy just get eliminated in pasteurization process. This is why we have so many people that are just intolerant to dairy. So again, he's operating under dogma, probably has some scientific link. I mean, you can just tell by the way these two are positioned on the screen. You've got one who's doing a, what we call a duet, uh, where you're actually reacting to this person's video and they can see both of you. And this guy's creating this, this duet, but the holistic doctor, you know, he's got a, he's got, you know, like a, uh, a monitor around his neck. Um, I forget what they're called. <laughs> I should know what they're called, but, you know, where they check your heart rate and your breathing and everything, stethoscope, um, around his neck, maybe just so looked apart but the other guy like he made it a point to be in his full scrubs he's got a cap and it's almost like he is giving his seal of approval right the the indoctrinated medical peer-reviewed study like he's basically doing a peer review on this guy's video so again the ego the ego in the medical world is very strong it's very powerful olive oil is pure fat everybody knows olive oil is healthy so again never follow any kind of low-fat recommendations again 1970s propaganda the medical doctors follow through with it because the medical doctors have no idea about nutrition and number <laughs> so triggered his ego there the, the doctor said no generalization there um yeah so uh no no really that isn't a generalization mr doctor and the reason why it isn't a generalization is because through your course of medical training you are not taught the importance of nutrition you are not taught how diseases are really formed. Uh, because if you were, you would have a different approach. So yeah, no, that's not a generalization. That is an accurate statement. And if you think you know something about nutrition 
when you actually do study nutrition, you actually do understand the effects of uh, what these foods do to your to your gut biome, to your uh, ability to feel um, happy and satisfied with life, uh, with the levels of inflammation in your body, uh, with uh, uh, its effects on autoimmunity, its effects on diabetes, its effects on leading to cancer, all this stuff. If you were to look into that, you wouldn't be so offended about that. So yeah, there are doctors that know about nutrition. There are doctors that know about root cause health. But I'm telling you, it's not through the course of their training, through the, through the, uh, the, um, the education system. If they know that, it's because they've done research on their own. Five, I would never tell people to see a traditional doctor who's not looking for the cause. Triggered. You have to look for the cause of one. And then he puts up a caption there, but most doctors, do look, most doctors do look for the cause. That's a fucking lie. That is an absolute fucking lie. You look for the cause through the lens that you know. You look through the cause through the lens of pharma or surgery. In other words, like if I go to a neck doctor, or if I go to a knee doctor because of my neck, and I think I used this example in a previous, previous podcast, but if I go to a, a knee doctor because I got a bad knee, but the problem really lies in my upper cervical, right, and the imbalances it causes, and the fact that my... My knees are being a slave joint or taking the kinetic energy more so than they should. That doctor is not going to look at my cervical spine until I develop symptoms in my cervical spine. So just by the allopathic model's approach of symptoms management, you do not look for the cause. You look for the cause of the symptom, the cause of the symptom. So if I have an upper cervical um, uh, issue, and it is causing downstream effects or a scoliotic pattern in my spine, even if it's minor scoliotic pattern, or I have that combined with a leg length discrepancy, I've got, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have knee problems, and let's say I like strain my ACL because of that. They're going to look for the cause of what my knee pain, right? And they're not going to look at my diet. They're not going to look at um, overall infla inflammatory markers. They're just going to look at that, and they're going to say the cause of your pain is a strained ACL. Well, they're right, but what caused the strained ACL? And then what caused the, the cervical dysfunction? That is true root cause right there. So he's just lying to himself. His ego is taking over. Patients, coronary artery disease, atrial fibrillation, high blood pressure, abnormal cholesterol, had a heart attack or a stroke, whatever it may be, we always tell people to look for the cause. Those are the five things that I would never do as a holistic cardiologist. So I'm just guessing just him calling himself holistic, and here I am making assumptions, violating one of the four agreements. Um, but I'm just going to assume that, that the fact that this guy was a holistic doctor really triggered that other doctor. Um, that's just my opinion. So he had to really look the part. He had to wear scrubs. He had to put on a cap, the whole nine yards. So as you can see right there, right, that is an example of the confusion that we are living under. And this is how we've a big part of how we've gotten into this childlike state, this dependency state, right? We're asking the child to be our daddy. That's transference. And you see that with, uh, with doctors, you see that with therapists, you see that with coaches, you see that all across the board with anybody who's a healer. Um, and if they're disintegrated, if they're not well put together, if they haven't worked on their own shit, they're gonna transfer their shit onto you, right? Um, and so that's what, that's what has occurred uh, with us is we have transferred transference basically like a simple explanation 
is is transferring the parent role right onto the child and you know in a like a clinical setting it might be uh you know a practitioner that's needing you to follow a certain set of guidelines or directions not for your own best interest but because they need to know that their system works right um and what we've done is we've 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 been we've taken our parent role which is we're the parent as the people as a sovereign being as the individual we are the parent we govern ourselves and we allow other people to handle the populace right through laws and enforcement law and order that's really what they're for is law and order and uh we've gotten to a point where we've transferred our role as a parent onto them and we've become the child and we've become talked into being opposed to law and order we've been talked into being doing just doing what you're told we're being talked into ignore your rights for other people so that is that is a big that is a big reason why we're at where we're at okay So, so the next clip I want to share with you is uh, Kanye West. So this is Ye. So we're going to move on to media. Um, actually, no, I'm going to not going to do Ye just yet. So this is Dave Smith. This is this is the uh, opening opening clip that we had for this show. Um, but we are going to I'm going to play this for you. And this it's really it's really nice to hear some because because we're all busy. And we all get distracted and, and, you know, the flavor of the day of the thing that we are concerned about or we're focusing our attention on changes. And again, I don't think that's by accident. I think that's by design. And, uh, but when you have time to pause and put the pieces together, much like in the, the documentary that was just released, it's free on Rumble for now, The Real Anthony Fauci. So go to Rumble and watch that, The Real Anthony Fauci. Um, but what that, what that documentary does a really good job of is taking all these things that have happened over the past few years that some of it happened in condensed timelines, some of it happened in a more spread out timeline. So it's really hard for us to mentally keep the pieces put together. We just know something's wrong. But he was able to put all the pieces together and and really put it in a timeline and compare it to what happened to, um, to the population in the 80s with AZT. So this is another example of being able to put the media's bullshit together in, in context, right? Actually, I don't know if that's in context or out of context. So it's out of context because you're taking bits and pieces, but contextually for this argument and for this, this perspective, it is in context. But yeah, just listen to, as he repeats what the, what the media has been parroting to us, how ridiculous it sounds. People who are pushing this are the ones who are telling me Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction and stuff. But the official narrative, Joe, is basically that, um, okay, so uh, uh, Vladimir Putin is uh, a madman, a crazy war criminal who's hell-bent on um, reforming the Soviet Union. And this is a real threat that he could do this. But also he's, he's getting humiliated in this war in Ukraine. Like he's, he's losing the poorest country in Europe, and he's just getting humiliated and beat back. But he's still a real threat to take over all of Europe. And he's a complete madman, by the way, Joe. But when he says he's going to use nuclear weapons, don't listen to that. He'd never actually do that, even though he's a complete madman. And as everyone says, this, this war, the word they use over and over and over again, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Hillary Clinton, all of them, unprovoked. Vladimir My bad. This is over and over and over again. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Hillary Clinton, all of them, unprovoked. Vladimir Putin led an unprovoked war in Ukraine. Again, just like with Osama bin Laden, what they did with him then. Don't listen to him. 
whatever you do, don't listen to what he's actually saying, because none of that's his motivation. Like, what his motivations are, what he's telling you. Osama bin Laden hates us not because we're friends. And then, like, Ron Paul would just go, like, yeah, but that's not what he's saying at all. Like, he, Osama bin Laden was so clear about why he hates America. He was like, look, I hate you because you murder innocent civilians, you love them well, you prop up brutal dictators in the Muslim world, you prop up Israel who mistreats Palestinians. Oh, and you have our, your, uh, your bases in our homeland, in Arabia and Peninsula. And then they're like, no, nah, he hates us because we're free. He didn't mention anything about freedom there. And then, if you say that, they're like, what are you defending Osama bin Laden? Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? Right, with what's going on right now, right? When whenever we question, well, what is it? What is really going on with the Azov Battalion? What is that, right? Oh, you're a Putin, you're a Putin uh, sympathizer, right? Uh, well, Putin says he's actually trying to trying to go over here and 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 keep the country from being taken over by NATO and the New World Order and, and the World Economic Forum, right? Well, you're a Putin sympathizer. So this is all the same. So what are they doing here? They're not delivering news. They're handpicking uh, 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 sound bites from actual news, and they're delivering it to us, and they're telling you what it means. Anytime anybody delivers you information and then tells you what it means, is they are, they are making an attempt to try to discourage you from thinking for yourself. And then as soon as you do think for yourself, you get personally attacked. Agreed. Agreed. So <clears throat> so we can just see that's just an example of people waking up and really starting to connect the dots. And um, whatever you think about Joe Rogan, like not everybody's a fan, but uh, I personally think he's one of the most important Americans uh, right now in the landscape. Him and uh, it's it appears that Kanye West is, is, is really starting to take on take on a big leadership role in all of this so this is all good so guys this is like all of us that were censored on on social media and and deplatformed and and uh shadow banned you know so our outreach has been has been cut down to almost nothing you know these guys are on our side these guys are these guys are saying the things that we've been saying they're waking up and this man is maybe like uh Maybe the top of the heap as far as as far as it goes, as far as um, uh, influencers and celebrities saying what needs to be said. He's African American. He identifies as a Jew, um, and he he's worth a lot of money. And he is he realizes that he doesn't have to do this. He realizes that he could just you know what retire, as he said in one of his recent posts. I could just move to Hawaii and live off live off of my money and not have to worry about it. But this is a spiritual mission for him. And I think this is where we're getting as a collective, where we're, we're starting to question our ego's desires and starting to look into what our soul needs. And I really believe Kanye's done that. So this is a clip from his interview with Piers Morgan. Uh, and Piers tried desperately to make him look crazy and silly. And uh, in my opinion, yeah, Kanye gets, gets, uh, gets a little off in the weeds. He gets a little off track, gets on tangents. But just... Imagine what this guy's gone through, right? He lived. He was married to Kim Kardashian, who's in that the the heart of the Matrix, uh, and by his own testimony, like she was being influenced by a bunch of people that had no good for her in mind. You're stuck in the middle of the of you know uh, the Clintons' world, and, and meanwhile you've got the Mockingbird media doing their best to attack you and make you look crazy. So my guess is, anytime he senses that going on. That's a major trigger for him, and he is fighting back. He is fighting back. So it's not hard to make this guy look a little, um, 
a little unstable, right? A little unhinged. And maybe, you know what, maybe he is borderline unhinged, but at, at what point do we not, do we need to take the hinges off the gate and really take a look at, at what's going on? So here's an interview um, with Piers Morgan, and uh, I just, I love Kanye's approach. What do you hope to achieve from our conversation? Uh, that right there, being uncensored. And, and this is a post from Grow Pill on uh, TikTok. American media is very censored. It feels like an episode of Black Mirror a lot of times. So I put myself across the line on the point of no return, saying, hey, I know they're going to say whatever they want about me. When I bring up the truth, they're going to say, you didn't get enough sleep. It's because of your health. They're going to call me names for my truth. But these experiences that I'm Gaslighting. are factually things that I went through and things that I refuse to keep going through and things that I'm not going to let my children go through and things that I'm not, not going to let my peers go through. No pun intended. Well, you're most certainly uncensored on the show. Yeah, yeah. I want to give you the time and the platform to explain yourself uh, because I think that sometimes sound bites are bad people. So that's Kanye talking about what he's going through right now, and then we're going to get into total, the total, um, the total effect of this on people. But before we do that, we're going to one last clip here, and this is going to be uh, uh, Tate, um, Andrew Tate. And he really lays it down here. So Andrew Tate is being another one. Pay attention to who's getting attacked. People that are getting attacked in the public media, people that are getting attacked on, on the social media landscape. And if like Jordan Peterson's of the world, the Kanye West of the world, Donald Trump's of the world, these people um, are saying something that is resonating with a lot of people. Now you got to ask yourself, if you're an organization that that basically your business model is predicated on people staying on your platform, engaging on your platform, and then you're kicking off the most popular people on your platform. If you're kicking off Jordan Peterson, if you're kicking off Elon Musk, if you're kicking these people off, but that is your business model, then you got to ask, what are these people really up to? And I invite you to go look into Project Mockingbird, CIA, what is going on here, okay? I'm not, that, that's just an opinion. That's just an opinion. It's a possibility that I want to throw out there. And um, whatever you think about any of these people, right, there's all kinds of theories out there about all, all the people I just mentioned just being shills, um, being CIA agents. And while that might be true, they're gambling. They are really gambling. If that is the case, they are gambling. That all this information they're giving to us that is readily available, that is um, absolutely apparent to matching the truth of what's going on, if they're going to uh, red pill us in just an attempt to divide us and then conquer us, they're they're really uh, poking a bear and and uh, waking up a sleeping giant, in my opinion. So here's Andrew Tate doing his thing in his style. I uh, love his brand. <laughs> he's he's a lot. Anything. And they're just sitting there waiting for the fucking steamroller. You think in 10 years from now things are going to be better? 
Like, what's out of your, you're out of your fucking mind? You need to prepare for this. You need a global network. You need a secret society. You need places you can hide. You need money. You need the ability to back. That's what you need. That's what I have. Great message there from Andrew Tate. <clears throat> um, if I was being overly critical, I would just say that that he is missing a little piece of the puzzle there, and that is that is that people are. It's not that they're stupid. Is they're really hoping that what they believe is not true, and what is apparent is not true. They're really they're really hoping that. But more to the point, they're at a high level of disintegration. They are just in a highly disintegrated state. And and again, integration is when your mind, body, and soul are in alignment, right? So if you're working in a job that you hate, if you're working a job that you hate, you're not in alignment, right? Because you're you're sacrificing your talents and your true aspirations for money. And that's the prostitute archetype, like as we've talked about before. So people are just trying to make ends meet. They're just trying to survive. They're distracted, you know, uh, Many decades ago, there, there was this American dream that was sold to us, and then a little inflation happens, a war happens, women are in the workforce, uh, and then next thing you know, that is the only way to make ends meet. And what does that do? Well, that, that creates two stressed out parents. That Now you've got two different offices or two different work environments right? that you've got to navigate, and then come home, and then each collectively have got to get themselves together so that they can be present for the other, and, and their children, and it's removing the parental influence on the children so that these media or these uh, these education systems can talk to them about gender fluidity and um, and systemic racism and and whatnot uh, and so really you know we've created this 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 system really the system when you when you look at the 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 media outlets when you look at the the health quote unquote healthcare system uh, and you look at the education system and training these kids to be slaves right right away, right? Treating them, telling them what to think, not how to think. Teaching them how to memorize, not how to learn, not how to connect any dots. Um, so it's not hard to see how we get completely disintegrated in life, right? And then you throw on top of that, there's a lack of knowledge about how to stay healthy, how to have energy for your day in your life. And the information you do come across is completely contradictory as the clip I showed you before. If you were to look at a picture of those two doctors, the one you'd probably trust more is the one who's full of shit, right? Because he looks official. He looks the part. So while I love Andrew Tate, I think he's kind of missing that dynamic, right? It's not that people are stupid. It's not that people are lazy. It's just that they don't have the energy to dig into this, right? They're not will they don't know how to, um, how to source their triggers and dismantle them and ultimately integrate them into who they are. They're not aware of that dynamic. And neither are their friends and family. So this world they're living in is a bunch of disintegrated people just bouncing their disintegration off of everybody else. And that's how we get to where we're at. Um, so we're just going to take a quick break here and uh, shout out to our sponsor here. So, so today's podcast is brought to you by none other than Biohacking Truth. That's me. Have you ever tried everything under the sun to have more energy, sleep better, get out of pain, or lose weight? Have you experienced results only to fall back into your old patterns and old state of being? Are you ready for something that actually works and is guaranteed? Today, I am offering listeners of this episode a special gift. Reach out to me directly, jerry at biohackingtruth.com, or you can click the link uh, in the show notes right to my link fly. You can book a call right on that. If you are interested in receiving a copy of my free guide on how to live a balanced and healthy life for the rest of your life, 
Now with this free gift, I'm also going to include two coaching calls and an extremely discounted rate of $100 total for both calls. That's more than 70% off of my normal consultation price tag. Now in this guide, you're going to learn all the pillars of health that we utilize here at Biohacking Truth to get you centered and balanced in mind, body, soul. It's going to invite you to look into yourself. What is it that makes you tick? What is it that you find important and how much time do you spend doing that? It's going to talk to you about the importance of breathing, the importance of fueling your body with real species-specific food, the importance of proper rest time and introspection. So there's no need to go one more day without feeling your very best and reclaiming your sovereignty. Reach out today to claim your free gift. Your satisfaction is always guaranteed. So again, you can click on that on that link fly link in the show notes, or uh, you can reach out to me directly, Jerry at biohackingtruth.com. When you reach out to me, just say podcast gift, discount code, promo code, podcast gift, and I'll know what you're talking about. And we'll set up your we'll set up the delivery of your free guide and we'll set up your coaching calls at the extremely discounted rate. All right, back to our show. So yeah, as you know, we left off with that Andrew Tate clip you know, talking about the state of the world we're living in and how we're just not snapping out of it, if I, if I, if I kind of intuited and interpreted his message properly. And um, it kind of gave you my, my uh, take on that. And like I said before, we are in a state of high disintegration as a population. Um, and a lot of that can develop into mental illness, right? So if we take a look at, you know, the common, the common um, mental illnesses that are out there, like a lot of those can be triggered by stress or exacerbated by stress. Maybe they came on for a genetic abnormality or, or um, you know, there's something not going on right within the body and, and mind-soul complex. Maybe that is really, really a thing. But the degree that they experience um, dysfunction or pathology because of these diagnoses is directly affected by their, their allostatic load, which is their central sensitization, which is completely just being insulted every minute of every day. Anytime they can get a chance to get your attention so that they can program you, they're going to do it. Their algorithms are set up that way. All right. So what can we do? Right. What is the answer to this? The answer to this is obviously um, getting us into, a dis into an integrated state right? where we are in touch with our soul's message. We have a good relationship with our creator and the creation. We are honoring our health as a first priority, as a top priority, and we're aware that when we do honor our health as a top priority, we show up for ourselves, our tribe, and the world as the best possible version of us. Once we get there, we are really hard to manipulate. We are really hard to manipulate. So it starts with one. It starts with the individual. So most of us get disintegrated because we are lacking awareness on why we're doing what we're doing. We're lacking the proper answers on what needs to be done, right? Like, how do I get there? And probably the most, like, impactful thing that I come across in my work is people not understanding what makes them tick. They don't understand their triggers, so to speak, right? Also known as complexes, false core, whatever. And so if that is you, right, if you understand that you need to be more integrated, if you understand that you need to be healthier, and you're not understanding why. Like maybe you've tried exercise pr programs. Maybe you've tried diet programs. Maybe you've seen success for a short period of time only to fall back. Or maybe you never really got momentum going. If that is you, you're likely looking in the wrong place. I invite you to take a look at the things that trigger you emotionally, both high and low. From there, you can really start the process of dismantling that. 
Now, it's a long process um, uh, for a podcast. Uh, in the context of your life, it doesn't take very long at all, so long as, as there aren't any underlying issues that may be affecting your ability to integrate. Um, but for all intents and purposes, basically, you can get down to what it is that you're least willing to feel. So for all of us, it's different. I mentioned this before. But take a look at how some of these phrases resonate with you. Right? There must be something wrong with me. Or I am imperfect. Um, I am inadequate. I am not lovable. What is wrong with me? Like, you ever feel like, what is wrong with me? I just don't know. I don't know. Or I don't exist. Ah, I feel alone, unsupported. Jeez. Ah, I feel like there's something missing. There's just something missing. I feel weak. I feel vulnerable. I feel powerless. Ah, I feel just separate, not accepted, rejected. I just feel, I just feel like, like I'm, I'm not lovable or I'm unloved. I think I mentioned unlovable before. But those are examples of people's uh, false course. If any of those really hit home with you, then you might be onto something. And I'd invite you to kind of use that as a tracing mechanism. Now, if none of those really did it for you, um, or yeah, yeah, I'm not really sure where to go with this. If that's you, I understand. This is this is a very, very nuanced topic, and and we're just brushing over it here in a podcast format. But you know, hey, use that, utilize that offer, utilize that offer to get your free guide and book your two coaching sessions at damn near free. I made it as close to free as I possibly could, right? If I made it free, people would book and not show up. Um, but utilize those two calls. We can help you figure out what it is that that is 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 running you. Okay, your, your, your false core, your big resistance in life. But once you get that figured out, then you can really dismantle that. You can, and how you do that is you utilize basically all of, your, all of your strong emotional responses through a given day, week, month, year, whatever, and you trace that back to that feeling. Right? So for example, mine, mine is the vulnerable, weak, powerless feeling. If I ever feel like I've lost power or I've lost the strength right, to lead, or to lead myself, when I feel that, that, that really f makes me feel heavy and weak, right? Um, and so, it, but that gets traced back to, I mean, all sorts of different, all sorts of different triggers, waiting at a stoplight, um, someone taking too long to order something, uh, you name it. But, and consequently, you know, when I feel the opposite feeling, when I feel on top of the world, like I've just conquered a mountain, right? It generally leads back to something that made me feel strong, made me feel powerful, made me feel in charge of the situation, or like I'm a good leader. And uh, once you're able to get in touch with that, then obviously there's other things that go into it, right? What are some of your most stressful events in life? What are your top three priorities in life? And if your top three priorities have a good representation of how you want to show up for yourself and a good representation of how you want to show up for your tribe and a good representation of how you want to show up for the world, then you know you've got a pretty good legacy purpose going on. So you've got a strong legacy purpose. Take a look at your needs. Are all your needs being met? So if you've got a strong legacy purpose and your needs aren't being met, well, figure out a way to meet those needs. And then once you've got a strong legacy purpose and your needs are being met, then figure out what's my, what's my state of integration right now in my mind. Right? And, and are my, am I letting my triggers, my false core, navigate me around this world? 
In other words, when I get triggered, how quickly can I dismantle that? How quickly can I dissolve that? How quickly can I learn from that? And that's integration. That's all part of the individuation process. Individuation is a concept by Dr. Carl Jung, depth psychologist. Fantastic body of work. Very deep, very deep work. But nobody can become a true adult until they individuate. So we have a lack of individuation, a lack of integration in our society. Anybody that transfers the parental role onto the government and the media has not individuated themselves. Anybody who's going to listen to a scientist who says something that is completely contrary to logic and rationale and past precedent, yet they're going to believe that, has not individuated themselves. An example was a natural immunity debate through COVID. For the first time in history, for the first time in history, they were actually trying to convince us that those who'd caught the disease and survived were not immune. They were trying, really trying to convince us. For the first time in viro virology, they were banning early treatment options, yet insisting on late treatment options that were 80 plus percent fatal. I'm talking directly about the vents and the remdesivir. So someone who is an individuated person will not buy that shit. They will not eat that worm. I don't care who's saying it. And they can get their information from wherever they want. Right? There's been a big, there's a big negative connotation around, uh, you know, sourcing your, your, your information from social media or from the internet or, or what, what have you. But those people are saying that. Where are they getting their information? <laughs> right? It's not that they don't approve of where you get your information. They just don't approve of the conclusion that you come to. And because they don't approve of the conclusion they come to, they've got to switch to ad hominem, personal attacks. And uh, it's real easy to pick on the person who gave you the information that you were running with. Right? Because they aren't the same person that they're following or that they're listening to. And because that's the case, they must not be credible, which makes you not credible. And that is a thing that a child does. Right? Uh, Kanye, <laughs> Kanye West, um, although he was doing something that's very childlike in his interview with Piers Morgan and other, like what he was doing was every time Piers interviewed or interrupted him, which was often, and Kanye interrupted him back, um, Kanye would go, la, 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 la. That means let me finish. That's something a child would do. But as I'm watching this, it looked more to me like Kanye pointing out to uh, peers that he was being a child. Maybe that's my biases and my prejudices coming out. So be it. But that's what a child does. Puts their finger in their ears, goes, la, 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 I can't hear you. I know you are, but what am I? I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. That's what a child does. But we're seeing it from adults, people that are lacking individuation, lacking integration. So in closing, I would, like to, I would like to offer my perspective on this whole situation. And while we are, while all of this is painful, this anger, this rage that we are experiencing as a collective on both sides of the aisle, and it's a shame there's only two sides, but that's, that's for a different day. On both sides of the aisle that we're experiencing currently, it's justified. We need to individuate and integrate so that we know where to direct that. So it's laser focused. 
right? And we have that ability. Every single one of us has that ability. Maybe we need to go see a counselor. Maybe we don't. Maybe we need to go see a therapist. Maybe we don't. Maybe we need to call our circle and only allow people into our world that support us and that are positive. But maybe we don't. Everybody's different. Everybody is different. But what we need to do to become free, truly free, and truly sovereign individuals is we need to take personal accountability and personal responsibility for our own situation. And don't have a defeatist or nihilistic mindset if you are highly stressed. And don't just say, I'm just an anxious person. I'm just an angry person. That's just how I am. Well, that might be true. Well, that might be like a seed of who you are. That might be your motivating emotion. That might be your motivating influence. That doesn't mean that you are integrated. And it doesn't mean that you need to totally dissolve that from your life either, right? It's a happy balance. And so take whatever that driver is of yours that has created a state of possible dysfunction or a possible overexpression of that and learn how to come to terms with it, form a relationship with it. Trace your powerful emotions back to where they started. And from there, you can, you can take a look at the thought that created it and ask yourself, is this thought true or am I telling a story around this thought that is overblowing the situation? All these things are possible and it doesn't take a long time. There's a number of different tools you can use. I suggest you just take a look at your own current situation, your own state of integration. Are you transferring the parent role onto other people when you are the daddy or mommy of the situation? Are you doing that? And if so, where? And if so, how, why? And ask yourself, is there another way I can handle this? What is the adult thing to do? Own your emotions. Own your responses. Own your thoughts. Own your perspectives. You own all of that. We stop blaming other people for our misery. We stop blaming other people for what they did. And we just accept it. Because the more integrated you are, the more compassion you will have for others who aren't. The more individuated you are, the more compassion and empathy you have for people who aren't. And that doesn't mean you condone their message or their behavior. But just like an adult looks at a, a child that's acting completely out of line, it's like an adult doesn't hate that child. Adult can see pity in that child. Maybe that child wasn't raised right. Maybe that child's got some, some mental issues they're, they're dealing with, whatever the case may be. But it is no different when we were looking at a full-grown child in the world. But it takes an adult to be able to look at that situation and see it for that way. So you can do this. You can do this. And know you can. And if you need some help, if you'd like some help, or if you would just like to talk and get to know me a little bit better, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I got time for you. So book a call, book a meeting. Let's get to know each other. I would love to hear your story. And if you found value in this podcast, I would surely appreciate it if you would give me a follow, reach out to me, and share this with someone that you feel would really benefit from it. All right, guys. Until next time, peace, much love, and live well. The angel of death in its worst form We be in scorn, look out for their horns Remember this isn't their first war They come and prepare, so just be aware They do not want to hear none of your prayers This is a war, they ain't playing fair They feed up